Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Black Korea. I am your host, Andy. It's your boy, KP. You got Shelton J. It's your girl, Brandy Amanda. And we have a very special guest with us today. What's happening? What's happening? This is Kevin Dion Case Collections in the building. Yes, welcome. Hey. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, we'll, thank uh, you, man. We'll go into uh, our guest later in the show, but... Yeah, that's going to be for our, uh, our main segment for today. But uh, before we go on with the show, I just want to give a big shout out to Dead End Studios. If you need any type of audio or video type of needs, make sure you hit them up at deadendstudiosatl.com. Also on social media at deadendstudiosatl. Make sure you give us a follow at Black Korea Podcast on IG. Also on Twitter, Black Korea ATL. And if you want to hit us up on email, if you have any inquiries, questions, suggestions, you can also find us at Black Korea ATL at gmail.com. Hey. Hey. hey, so how was everybody's week? What's going on? Good. Everybody it's good? Been long. It's been long for me too. Long but Man, strong. A long week. It's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah it's Tuesday. <laughs> or since 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 our last podcast. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a long week for me too. Sad yeah. day. It's my dad's birthday. He's in the hospital. On his birthday. Mm. On his birthday. That's the saddest part about it. But we pull it through. Mm. Keep mm. us in your prayers. Definitely. Did y'all do anything for, for sure. him on his birthday? I hate we didn't even get a chance to start like this morning hospital. Oh, it was kind of like, chaotic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I really do pray for a fast recovery. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I, I really mean that. Um, that's got to be hard for you and your family. Yeah. Um, I mean, Sheldon, you've been doing pretty good with your job lately, right? What job? <laughs> you always be saying that, man. Hey, you, you be you making the, you be making more the most money out of everybody. Oh, you got a you got an Apple Watch. What, what generation is that? This is the second generation. Oh, Apple Watch. Oh, so you ain't doing that well. Oh, oh yeah. No. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, but you, you can't tell what generation just from looking at somebody. Why? You just assume it's new. No, I was just playing. This is the fourth, <laughs> I think. Wait a minute, which one was last? Hey, man, hey, man, just five. Move on. We're on five now. Oh, so, yeah, that's four. Okay. Dang, my watch is dated. It's like the second. Yeah, that's man. the second for real? Yeah, it's the first, the one that was like waterproof, waterproof. I'm sorry for making a joke about it, man. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks. It's first, man, first. <laughs> Yo, for me, you know, last you know, week I was talking about um, uh, my girl's visa. Mm-hmm. So she had her interview. It went well, but they wanted another document, which was my tax return. Yeah, they make it's, you go through all of that. They do because they like, want they want to be able to they want to make sure that I can support her, which I can. But mm-hmm. this wasn't even like a necessity. Like a tax return was. So the, yeah. Let me ask you a question real quick. Who is it that's giving you the problems? Is it problems coming here, or is it a problem with her leaving there? Come, coming here. Oh, okay. So it's this side. It is. I thought it was that side. No, 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 no. Gotcha. This, is, this is all the U.S. Embassy. Gotcha. Yeah. But um, right now, I'm at the point where if you're a, um, what should I call it? If you're a business owner or if you're self-employed, mm-hmm. then they want your tax return. But for some reason, they want it mine. Yeah. And maybe it's because I'm in sales and then we have a larger tax bracket. Yeah. Maybe that's why. But, man, that's causing all sorts of shit, too. But I think... I'm trusting God, and I think we'll be able to pull through. Right. Amen, baby. 
Yeah, man, I just want to get through this shit. Yeah, yeah they just push it, it. Everything you, I noticed that, you know, with me, anytime I have some great success, it's a lot of struggles that go oh, on yeah. with that. It ain't, it ain't never easy when it's something that's yeah, man. big. It's always a challenge. Man, I just want to get this shit over with. I want to get married. I want to. You can't get married first and then. Mm-mm. So this, this is the whole point of the visa. Like, it's letting the U.S. know that I'm here to get married. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that come here to get married illegally. Right. Just to get a citizenship. So this is like the legal way of doing it. Mm. Why yeah. can't you just be like other people and do it the Cause it's legal a, way? It's but... a little iffy. There's it's kind of like a 50-50 thing with that. But I mean, you guys are legit, so. We are, but, you right. know. He's trying to follow, trying, trying to keep it legit. To I follow get it, the, but... the letter <laughs> of the law, ma'am. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get through it. I'm just. Yeah, you gotta do what's necessary. He's, he's Korean, not a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got that USB. You jumping over there, ain't you? Hey, <laughs> hey, look. Hey, they messed up. Hey, it's charged too. They met. They messed up over there. Yeah, man. We'll get through it though. I think it'll be all right. If any of the listeners have any questions about this whole uh, bringing a person over from overseas, let me know. I I got you. It sounds like you're an expert at this. <laughs> I am. I really am. Ooh. Fuck lawyers. Anyway, Ooh. how was how was your week, KP? My week was my week was good, man. I've been chasing some placements, man. I've been I've been working, man. Going to the office, mm-hmm. getting ready to head to Colorado to book some shows on the weekend, and just making music and keep, keeping my life together. Hey, man. KP's a grinder too, man. Nah, bro, nah, man. I'm not either. I'm joking. I am Phil. I'm not. I was gonna say, why are you here? I mean, because I'm I'm Black Korea all day. Should I have come with a face mask? Like, why are you here? You all have coronavirus. All y'all about to get this Hennessy virus. It's the Henny virus. It's this the Henny virus. What about you, Mr. Kevin? You being real quiet over here? Hey, I'm hey, I'm just taking it all in, man. Just taking it all in. I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep my black ass from flipping off the back of the stage. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, I'm good. Yeah, man. Gucci, I'm solid. Feel free to feel free to jump in, man. That yeah, some, that would be some epic. Actually, footage. actually, huh? that would be some epic footage if you fell out. Yeah, it would be epic. Yeah, we should go ahead and stage that and set that up for the next segment. Please hey, don't shit. get hurt. We, hey, we, Shell, you done about fell trying to get up in this chair a yeah, couple times. Me. I don't. Yeah. Know, I seen you. Nobody get hurt. We don't have insurance here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't fall. Yeah, man. But um, I know a few weeks ago we we're talking about Kobe Bryant. You know, everybody is still trying to get over what happened. Um, but um, the NBA. Decided to um, name the MVP trophy for the, uh, is it the All-Star Game or just the MVP in general? The, M- the All-Star Game MVP. All-Star MVP, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. they named that award for Kobe Bryant, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Um, not just because of the way he went, but I mean, as a great, you know, like this, this yeah. is a great way to uh, um, memorialize him yeah, and honor, yeah. Honor, honor his legacy honor his legacy there you go that's, yeah. that's the right way and to say it the all-star it. game I don't know if y'all even if you don't watch basketball watching the all-star game this year was such a pleasure they played super hard um, I, I, didn't, was, I didn't get to watch it I, I watch I, I don't normally watch all-star games I don't watch award shows like I told you I don't right. really care much about the politics of it I'll check out some performances afterwards if they say it's good but I really don't um, I really don't watch the game, um, but it was on. I was in the studio and it was on, and, and it was amazing. It was just an amazing game. Do they have any like bets? I know sometimes they play for like you know if you if your team loses you have to donate towards my cause. Well, they they had what what it was, and we discussed it yesterday on. Um, we discussed it yesterday on um, Dead in Sports. Dead in Sports. I was on there yesterday, and 
they changed the format of the game. So what they did was every quarter they would start over. So the first quarter, however many points, it could be 20 oh, okay. to 18. They would take that and put it in the pot. The next quarter, if it's 20 to 18, they'll put that in the pot. And the third quarter, do the same thing. In the fourth quarter, they'll add those scores together. And whoever's the highest, plus 24, that's the winning score. There's no tie. Mm. So that was the format. And every quarter, they would donate, I think it's like $100,000 for every quarter you won to your charity. Those two charities, two charities. That's pretty dope. It was dope. And they wore, everybody wore on one team, everybody was number 24 for Kobe. Really? And on the other team, everybody was number two number. for Gianna. Oh. So, oh, I missed that. Yeah, it was, it was dope. It was, it was a real dope thing to do this year. And like I said, the fact that they were playing so hard and competing so hard and arguing with the refs, arguing with each other. It was like street On ball. On an all-star yeah. game. Yeah, it was street ball. And it was, it was real basketball, whereas most all-star games are fun. Right. Laughing and joking and playing around. These dudes were playing like shirts versus skins out there, and they were really. You adamant. said we as if you participated. In <laughs> yeah, the we, yeah, we, yeah, we normally take it easy. You know, <laughs> Let Shelton live vicariously through yeah, more you know athletic people than him. Okay, I mean, Brandy. I used to be. You know, listen, Shelton, and, but who are you now? Yeah, those days are behind me. Yes, they but, are. You know, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm yeah. working on it. But I think it's cool because these awards, whether it's MVP or like these trophies, they're named after players. And I think it's a great time to change it, man, because like yeah. times are changing and the, the, there are there have been better players. And as the games yeah. evolve too, like, you know, it's I, only right for yeah. Kobe to. And I want them to change the logo. It should be Kobe. The logo should, for the NBA should be Kobe. Uh, uh, Let me tell you why I say that. Yeah, now, Jerry West is amazing. He was an amazing player. He was a pioneer. He, even in retirement, he he's helped the game tremendously. So why Kobe? Didn't, didn't the like NBA him? never? They never. The NBA never saw him as being the the actual person, right? Who Kobe? No. Oh, Jerry, Jerry West. West. Yeah, they never admitted that that was his image. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. They did? Yeah, that's him. Oh. Yeah, we know but, him. That was a long they, time. I don't even know who yeah. Jerry West is. Jerry West played with the Lakers back in the day. But it, he was a good basketball player, but he's not mentioned among them. Right. He's, he's a great, but he's not mentioned among them. So, why, well, so why, not, why not Jordan? Well, Jordan, Kobe has done more for the game inside and outside. Jordan is Jordan, Just, and he's the greatest player of all time. Okay. I'll never change, nothing will ever change that. But Kobe was just a little bit more as far as well-rounded. With gotcha. everything. So, in saying that, like I said, in his death has impacted not only people on the court, people off the court, everybody across the world has been touched in some way, shape, or form by what, by Kobe's death. Right. right but to go as far as to change the logo mm -hmm. on the NBA, like for the NBA, you think like it should go that far? I think so. I, like I said, the only reason I think so is because you look at the impact on the players today. These people talk about Kobe. None of them know about Jerry West. So, it's kind of yeah. like, but Kobe did make a change, not even for the game, but kind of mm -hmm. a little bit for the world, too, you know? Right. Like, everybody knows who Kobe is. And even if you take Kobe, take the person outside of it off. Mm. Let's just talk about basketball. Kobe was the blueprint to what you want a basketball player to be. This is true. Even more so than Jordan. See, Jordan was Jordan. Nobody could get to Jordan. Kobe worked to be Kobe. Yeah. And everybody you know wants to be Kobe. Now, Jordan yeah. worked hard. Don't get me wrong. He worked hard. But his level was just so high. It was unattainable. Yeah. But and speaking of... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He didn't mind going to the greats to get the information to become who he was. And use that information. That's what. That's who Kobe yeah. was. Yeah. Kobe was every man's 
he he definitely changed the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um speaking of change and like, you know, um the way things are shifting, um even like online dating, um, that's that's like a huge change that's going on now too. Man. You know, from you know, back in the day you had to go on blind dates. You had to meet this person in real life to go on a first date and talk face to face and get to know each other and stuff. Right. Um, stuff like Tinder. Um, what's another? Like the Plenty Bumble, of Fish, Bumble and all that. Plenty of Fish, mm-hmm. uh, Black People Meet. There's black, a Black People Meet? There was a Black People Meet. Would I be able to Christian go on there? Mingle. What would happen if like a person like me were on Black Meet? I have no idea. Is that allowed? I wonder if that's allowed. I don't think it's you probably tell me you, you like should skin. do it. Yeah. Mad, mad light skin. You should do it, Andy. Tell you yellow bones. I'm gonna give it a try. Go tell home me. and set up a profile tonight <laughs> just to see. Just for exp- you know experimental Social purposes. Experiment. Yeah. 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 Make that whole visa thing. No, I'm null and void. <laughs> no, let's not go that far. <laughs> but how how do y'all feel about like online dating though? I think it's great. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I think I mean it's a great way to meet people. I mean, because some people feel like there's nobody out there for them, but on the internet, there's everybody. There's, there's some, there's some of everything online. You can online. do whatever you want to be on the internet. There was a time that it was just taboo, outside of online yeah. before. You know what I mean? But now, you know, it's just it's just commonplace. It's become a part of the, you know, inner fibers of 2020. You know, the, the but 20, yeah. Do you think that's completely healthy though, for like in the dating scene? Yeah, it's healthy because people, you know, people are able to able to actually carve out exactly the type of person that they want to meet. You know what I mean? You eliminate a lot of the bullshit, though. Yeah, you eliminate a lot of stuff. But that's just based on like your external and then what you think that you are. Right. I'm actually not for it, just because traditionally speaking, I feel like um, y'all ever see the episode on Black Mirror? Where people Black Mirror, they, yeah. they just like rape people and give yeah. them points. And yeah, shit. absolutely. Like that. That's what first came to my mind. You know, like you're looking through a bunch of pictures and you're swiping. And back in the day, you just had to really meet this person and just get to know this person. Whereas this is just kind of like a, um, like attractive, non-attractive, attractive, non-attractive. You know, and like H- have you done either. online dating at all? I have. Oh, you have. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I can only say that I've only hooked up on online dating. Have you done online dating before? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it now. Okay, how do yeah. you feel about your experience? I mean, so it's it's cool because, like I said, you're able to actually you you're able to actually carve out the exact type of person that <clears throat> you either do want to deal with or you don't want to deal with, you know. And it eliminates, like like Sheldon just said, a lot of bullshit. It eliminates a whole lot of, you know, even though you still do it because people uh, often misrepresent who they are, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but you, you're subject to that. Even if you way. meet somebody organically, you know what yeah. I mean. So, so I mean, but it's a good way to meet a larger swath of people in a shorter period of time. I mean, you know, it is we're in the online age, we're in the digital age, and so you know that's just what it's come to. And you either have to you have to get with it, or you just leave it alone, you know. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but um, it's it it has its advantages. Are it you does. completely open to the experience? Are you looking for like love, or just maybe a, your next partner? I'm I'm doing it with no expectations. Mm-hmm. And and I say that because um, you know it's 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 you t- you tend to have to grow with that um, with that idea. A lot of people go into it with all of all of these expectations, and that's men and women. They go into it with all of the I want to meet my perfect person. I want to I want to you know I want to white picket fence and I want to travel and I want to you know. But 
quite often from the stories I've, from the horror stories I've heard <laughs> and have dealt with myself, it, it, it doesn't quite work out like that. You know, it's that people come in with too many expectations. They want to move extra fast because, you know, they feel like they've met this person, the person, and then, and then you know, it falls apart. And so they, they become disenchanted as time goes on. Well, I don't think yeah. it's fair to say to have no expectations, but you should have expectations, just maybe not too many, because then, like, if you really are, if you're dating intentionally, then you should be dating with a purpose. Like, you should, I'm looking, I want to get married. You know if you want to get married. So if you're not having any expectations, you'll end up wasting too much time with somebody because you don't have any expectations. Well, well, okay, that that was a, a, a wrong choice of words, but... The no, like you no, said, no, no. The, the stand on if that's what you well, mean. Well, I mean, no, no, no. She, I mean, but she's right. Don't let her energy <laughs> behind her yeah, words change your mind. Like, damn, you gonna see, saying, you like, gonna trip on right quick. That, like, you know, yeah. people, I, I do, I agree with you of having, especially women. Women, we we tend to have a lot of expectations and build up. And I've had to calm myself back down. And I met my husband very organically. Yeah, yeah. But I did have to like not lower my standards, but just get out of oh, my whoa, expectations whoa. of. That's why I said not lowering the standards, but getting out of my expectations of how I think things should be done. Well, I, th I think the expectation sh shortfall should be, okay, if I meet, when I meet this person and I actually meet them for the first time, yeah. you, should, you should pull back on those ex expectations because this person can, can be anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but as time goes on and as you begin to, to, to learn, learn that person, and I'm saying even the first official date, Second date. That's when your expectations should really kick in. It's like, okay, we've had enough time to discern what type, what we're looking for from from dating or or, or what have you. Um, we've had enough time to kind of figure that out. Now the expectations should kick in. Should you it's pay like, for that first date? What's that? Should you pay for that first date? Who the guy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you online dated before, Chelsea? Not really. I played around and set up a profile before, but I ain't never gone nowhere. It. So, so my, my only downfall is old man with it. Like, <laughs> set up a profile. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> it's the yeah, initial step where you're, you're just kind of swiping, and it's so yeah. superficial because, like, just because the way they look, that's that's what dictates if you're going to meet this person or not. I mean, but but that's human nature, though. That's real life, and that's true, though, because like you know, first attraction is what is is visual. You know, it is. It really is. But like, you know. And I get what you're saying too, because you you kind of have to get with the times, because everything's digital now and everything's moving so fast. Right. You know, maybe I'm just a little bit old school, but like, you know, there was a time where um, you can't be old, more old school than I am, or even Foggy <laughs> over there. Well, how how old are you? <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, I'm, I'll be 45. 45. Yeah. Okay, I'm 30. Right. But I, I grew so, up. So I, still, I know about old school. Yeah, but I, I still grew up in the age where, like, if you wanted to meet somebody and there's yeah. a blind date, you met through, like, a friend or, like, a family friend or something. You meet up and then you kind of get to know each other. And then it, if it goes well, it goes well. If not, no. But, like, now it's, it's just so fast. Like, I think that's if you're on, like, Tinder, so jaded. Tinder or something like that. That's more of, like, the swipe. Like, if you're on Plenty of Fish, you have to fill out an actual profile. Mm. You have to say. Well, I, I mean, you have to fill out profiles on it. On any of them. Yeah, you okay. have to do it. But, but there I are like different apps, you, though. What, I like what she said earlier, too. We kind of skipped over that. But you said it's funny how you're looking for your perfect mate, but you may be representing something different than what you're putting out. Right. right. That's funny, and I didn't even think about it that way. That's true. I mean, but everyone has, like, a character facade of who they think they are on the exterior. And, like, 
you have to break down that person or break down those different layers to find out who someone is. Mm. And I don't think you'll ever get to know who someone truly is. It doesn't matter how long you've been with them, et cetera, et cetera. You're constantly learning your partner or your spouse or the next person over and over because there's just so many layers to a personality. I guess it does depend on the app too. Because Tinder, honestly, yeah. You might meet somebody, you know, yeah. if you have the right intentions. If both meet, if both people have the right intentions, it might be something great. But there are different apps like which um, is hardly ever. Yeah. Well, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Like my Tinder stage was just straight up like you know whatever. But there's like another app called Coffee Mates Coffee Meets Bagel. I don't know if you know about that app. Mm. Coffee Meets. Oh, he got bagel. he on that new shit. Yeah. yeah. So I was on that a while of, ago when I was on Coffee Meets Bagel. <laughs> this is more of like a interracial dating app. That's what it sounds like. I'm thinking about. Dark coffee and Light a bagel. white bagel. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. It's more like a. So they're more into like a. Um, how would I explain this? Like a like a time limit, where you have to respond at this time, and like it's it's a little bit more serious, where it's not just instant, mm. you know. So they they make it to where like if you're interested, you're interested. If you're not, you're not. So they make it to where you have to get to know each other instead of just looking at each other's pictures. So mm. I guess in, th- in that sense, I guess it does depend on the application. Right. But in this article, I was really more thinking of just Tinder. Like generically speaking, it's just like fast paced and just like a bunch of bullshit. And like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to fuck. Right. You know. That's what I thought Tinder was. It, re- it really Tinder is. is Tinder so really is. There's other apps out there that, um, as Kevin said, like just you get to meet a vast amount of people mm-hmm. in a little bit of time or just even piquing your interest. And I think initially, everyone's connection is always gonna be like a physical attraction, like making mm. eye contact with the person, like that person. The, the, only, the only big, the, on, the biggest drawback to online dating is people, um, because of the fast-paced environment that it is, they don't, any, any small thing that could be minuscule organically turns into a big thing really fast. Right. You know what I mean? So people are on to the next situation like that. Whereas, you know, days of old, and not even days of old, like in the 90s, mid-90s, you know, if somebody, you know, said something off, you know, then it's like, all right, they said they must have had an off day. You know what I'm saying? But but now it's just like, oh, you says, oh. And it becomes this huge fucking thing. Well, it's not even a huge thing. They just keep it moving quick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got a dog? Oh, that's it. Right. Right. (laughs) Nope. Right. (laughs) Next person. Yeah, but times are changing real quick, you know, like, I, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I definitely feel like you should get with the times. But me personally, I, I'm still, I don't know, I'm in a weird stage where I'm kind of in between, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, I, I appreciate the old way of doing things, mm-hmm. but I still want to get with the times, too. Yeah. You know. You have that. You don't even have to worry about that. What do you mean? Right. Yeah, it's over for him now. You have a significant oh, yeah. other. But, yeah, but, you know, like, just as as the world goes on. As the know? world. I, I mean, maybe from a job perspective. You've retired to greener pastures. This is true. Yeah, it's over. It's not over. My life is just beginning. No, I don't not, get that not right. the Same. over. In the over sense of, like, meeting people for a, a connection of that. The hay is in the barn. It's you are done. <laughs> It's for one horse. Yeah. But yeah, this this technology shit is 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 getting crazy and it's getting crazy fast. Like technology is moving so fast. Um even stuff like uh people are tripping about um like facial recognition. You know? 
crazy. I know. Like, yeah. What was is it? San Fran? Yeah, San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, they they're banning facial recognition now. Oh wow. Yeah, which I kind of don't understand because what's the harm? Well, invasion of privacy. I mean, like what? Unless you're doing something crazy, like what do you have to hide though? It's not about the. The That's very communist. <laughs> <laughs> very, very. Wait, wait, you show you from Korea? No. <laughs> Enemy of the like state. The north side. You never know. <laughs> it's like, you wait never a know. Hold I on, might be a spy. Hold on a second. I now. might be a spy. Y'all don't notice. No, because they they say that um like the like white people it's more accurate for them to find white people via facial recognition than people of color. Yeah. Right. This this was a and thing that came a, up too. I see mm. a very big problem with that, my brother. Okay. Mm. A very big problem. I didn't I didn't go as far as thinking about that cuz actually we we heard that on the uh one of the videos we were looking at earlier like And it's interesting why yeah, you feel is. the way you do after hearing <laughs> that, my brother. No, the only the only way I thought of facial recognition it was like you know when people cover up their camera on their phones or the laptop? On the laptop, for yeah. sure. Yeah. The only reason I do that on my laptop is because, dude, I don't want anybody taking a snapshot of me when I'm jerking off. What? <laughs> Sounds reasonable. That's right? reasonable. But who is, is reasonable. I forgot that your uh, don't, don't is look, not here. Don't look at me crazy. I know y'all be... I, look, no judgments on, on the side. Yeah, because yeah. that shit happens. They'll take a snapshot <laughs> of you with your fucking dick in your hand, and they'll try to black... They'll try to blackmail you. Who is gonna blackmail you? That's that's, that's the question. Who is gonna blackmail you? In your life, like, Andy. Fucking China and North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but you never heard those horror stories? No. I, I would I would let them blackmail. Just put it out, yo. So I'm gonna why, have why, all why the Chinese else? women. Why else? Why else would you why, cover Mike? up your camera? <laughs> I'm gonna have all the Chinese <laughs> women. Mike said. I, <laughs> never mind. Okay, so if, if hey, somebody not, not has facial, not all press, like bad people press, are doing facial press. recognition, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Aside from the, um, you know, the big problem is this: like, police use this to catch criminals, yeah. Yeah. catch and, people of color. Yes, and since it is more, um, it makes mistakes, especially when it comes to people of color, mm-hmm. black people, right? Aside from that, it's more than black people that are people of color. People. Mm-hmm. Browns, yellows, reds. But I'm so when I was thinking of it, it's like aside from like criminal activity, well, I guess that could be a problem too, huh? Because I could be falsely accused of some shit. So I was yeah. watching uh, the Breakfast Club interview with Will I Am, which is kind of that got me. Where on I it. just watched that too. That got me on the artificial intelligence, and it's more so about like progressively in 10 years, where will we be with artificial intelligence? Right. And how a machine could potentially have more power than a person of color. Terminator. Because if, if you feel, if the machine feels threatened by you. Right, use it against you. It could use it against you because they're intimidated by you. I robot. Like Will Smith told y'all this like 10 years ago. <laughs> well, see the problem. His, his part of the problem. Legislation is not keeping up with technology. With, uh, technology. And so, so, a rule of thumb in knowledge is um, technology doubles every 18 months, right? And so legislation, like you have guys, you know, if you keep up with politics at all, they have no idea. The senators, the, the, the House uh, representatives, they have no idea about technology and in, in the inner workings yeah. of technology. It's kind of like yeah. a Mark Zuckerberg. They're very ignorant about yeah, technology. Exactly. They have no idea. They have no clue. 
And so they, they don't know how to legislate the technology um, to keep people safe, you know, um, and particularly in this, uh, you know, political climate with the, you know, the bickering back and forth between everybody, like they, they're not working together to do any, to accomplish anything. Right. You know what I mean? So technology is way down the line list of, of anything they're trying to keep up with. Right. So that's, I think that's part of the, the broader problem. I don't think Congress can move fast enough either to keep up with the rate of change that technology has either. Right. Yeah, they they can't. I I honestly think I'm being naive about it just because I always think of this. When people are saying, like, the government has your face, right? That's, like, the biggest concern. And my my rebuttal against that is, like, okay, well, how do you feel about driver's licenses? They have your face, I just saw something, and I I didn't watch it. I saw it. I was somewhere, and I was playing on the news. And they were saying how they, they do have your face. Yeah. And they're using that now, your driver's license, they're using the technology from the driver's license to do the same thing. So, so what's like, the fucking difference? Yeah. So yeah. they were saying that's a problem, though. But I didn't watch, like I said, I didn't watch the... the but could you imagine thing. someone scanning your face and then in real time placing you in a different place? See, that yeah. is crazy to think about. The, that's what came to mind when I... When we, me and KP saw that video too, because like, you know, technology is moving pretty quick and that shit could happen. And I've seen interviews where like they put like Jim Carrey's face on somebody else's fucking body and right. I thought yeah, that was fucking Jim Carrey. What, what is the Snoop Dogg and uh, Mike Tyson? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that, that shit was fucking crazy, you know? Yeah, so, and it's, getting, it's just getting better and better, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's going to come to a point where you, you're not even going to be able to tell. But, but at the same time, it's like, dude, if I have nothing to... If I'm not doing any bad shit and I got nothing to worry about, it's like it's not a concern for me either. But what if you have somebody out here who's your like enemy and you have no idea that they're your enemy? I can't think of the correct word, like arch nemesis. Is that the word? I'm following you. Yeah. So like what if your arch nemesis, right? It's like I'm gonna use this space and I'm gonna rob a bank and then I'm gonna shift the cameras and make it think make everyone think it's Andy. No, but not even that. What if it's a dude who looked just like look you, like Andy? You. And you just favor. Dude, I look like everybody no matter what. Mm. I'm, I I'm Jackie Chan to everybody. I want to leave that open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. But what if somebody who looked just like you out there doing bad, doing wrong? Robbing banks, stealing, stealing purses. I have a, what's that word? And it is still a purse. So it could be. No, no, don't put, don't put that out the show. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I w- at that time, I would have a, um, what's the word? Like I, I know where I would have a criminal record. I would have those words you're looking for, Andy. Yeah, but could you imagine the type of trauma? Like, what if they held you, didn't read you your rights? Because now we're thinking about like just we're talking about like black and brown people too. Okay. So you might not even have any type of lawyer present for hours at a time. They might lock you up, just tell you anything because you might not know right away. Mm. And what if, Either way it goes, it's going to be inconvenient to, yeah. even have to, to prove your innocence at that point. So, yeah, it, it, and it can be a problem. Everybody knows you're guilty until you're yeah. innocent. And, and they got the technology. Like, like, what if somebody put your face on some other dude in the club that's popping bottles with all these women, and you're looking at your girl, she mad at you, like, babe, I was with you that night, and she don't believe you. I got an alibi. You're with her. She don't believe you. you like, look at the date. Nah, this is your face. Well, baby, you need to get with technology. You know how this crazy shit be. <laughs> I'm just being naive, to be honest with you. Because mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about now. I'm not thinking about the future. Ten years Yeah, now. And, and I really should. 
And I really believe it. it could get that way. It's right. already, totally it's already that way. Yeah, it's already, already going doing, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already do deep fakes. They call it deep fakes. <clears throat> where they replace your face in a video. Yeah. And it looked just like you. Mm. And it's not even just San Fran, but it's, I think even Boston is looking into like completely banning it too. Mm-hmm. So I honestly got to do some more research on it. And you guys do re- really do make great points. It's just me right now. I'm being naive, but like I have nothing to worry about because you're okay with the bro. It's always something to worry about, bro. There's been rappers on Twitter who have uh, they've been photoshopped. <laughs> they've been photoshopped sucking dick. No. And those photos have gone viral, and they had to defend themselves online yeah. just because they photoshopped and pictures that would like ruin that. your career. Wow. I didn't see no that. matter what, some people are going to believe the picture is real, no matter how good. No matter how good, yeah, how much you you pr- prove it. There's always going to be somebody out okay. there that's a doubt. In Here's another thing that comes to mind, too. The only thing that comes to mind when it comes to facial recognition is me opening up my apps towards my bank and shit. But it gets to the point where you can 3D print shit, too. So if you can get 3D print of my own face and get into my shit, that could be an issue, too. But I feel like the way time's moving, too, like they'll find a way around that as well. Because security is a big thing. Mm-hmm. They'll find a way to protect you, but they'll also find a way to ruin you. But that's going to be either way, no, no matter what happens. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we should all evolve with the times, but we should also be informed with what's going on. True. But me personally right now, I have no, nothing against. I don't have nothing to worry about either. I'm yeah. not, you know, doing it and I'm not supposed to be doing. But yeah. But tell us what y'all think, man. You know you can find us at, um, you always email us at blackkoreaatl at gmail.com. Tell us what you guys think. Make sure you send us a uh, DM on our IG as well. Um, it's a very interesting topic. Before we go on to the next topic, I just want to k- take a really quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Guys, welcome back to the show. Before I go on to the next topic, I just want to give a big shout out to Dead End Studios. If you need any type of audio or video type of needs, if you want to start your own podcast, make sure you hit them up at deadendstudiosatl.com. Also on social media at deadendstudiosatl. Make sure you also give us a follow at Black Korea Podcast on IG. Also on Twitter, Black Korea ATL. And if you have any questions, if you just want to engage with us, make sure you hit us up at BlackKoreaATL at gmail.com. Hey. Mm-hmm. hey. Shout out to Mike, too. Mike done it. Yes. I was actually going to say that. Mike, so, what's going on, man? I'm just chilling right here. You know how I do it. Mike is our cameraman. That's the voice you hear off camera that you don't see. International man of mystery. Yeah, man. That's it. <laughs> is that what you're going by these days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But we got a very special guest today in the building, Mr. Kevin Wright. Hello, people. How are you? Tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself, Mr. Kevin. Well, uh, South Carolina homegrown. Hey. Hey. <laughs> South Carolina homegrown, South Carolina State University. Kappa Kappa Psi, uh, band frat. Not a Greek, but hey, we got our ass kicked just as much. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I'm from South Carolina. Uh, came here in 98. Uh, me and Shelton. 
Um, we've known each other for quite some time, um, for some years, and uh, we slept on many floors and uh, mm -hmm. did a lot of, you know, well, yeah. We, 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 Shelton we, ain't sleeping on the floor. Is he rich? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sir. <laughs> Hold on, we, we, we skating past. You said did a lot of what? Yeah, we gonna we gonna keep it moving. <laughs> no, no, don't don't say pause. No. <laughs> but Kevin, but you're, you're you're a uh, fashion designer. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is one of my. Let's start with this. You yeah, know, mini hats. Yeah, I, mini hats, man, mini hats. So over the years, I've I've just had the entrepreneurial spirit of wanting to be my own boss. Okay. You know who doesn't? You know, but. I'm kind of one of those that, that will never give up, you know what I mean? So I've tried different things over the years and, and um, you know, once I've come to a decision or a realization that they weren't gonna work, I stopped <laughs> and moved to something else. Um, but this latest venture, um, Dion Case, right? There you go, at Dion Case on Instagram. Um, this latest venture, I, I decided, uh, what, you know, was something that I felt like I could really handle and really get into so I just began to do the research so what it is is um it's a leather line fine leather um and I'm making right now I'm making women's bags um I will be moving into men's men's uh, uh pieces sooner or later but um I started this venture back in 2012 so I did some other things um and uh so I did body products um, I did fragrances and I moved into t-shirts, but I still needed a, a, a representation of the brand that elevated the, the, um, the commercial value of it. That's why I decided, I brainstormed a little bit and I decided to get into making leather handbags. So I bought all the equipment, mm -hmm. studied uh, YouTube University, and mm -hmm. I figured out how to make them. So, um, and actually they're, they're coming out really good. And I'm trying to position myself, um, you know, like the black Chanel or the black, uh, you know, uh, you know, Yves Saint Laurent or Louis Vuitton or, you know, um, you know, Christian Louboutin or any of those guys. Um, I just feel that I just feel that black people, you know, people of color, um, we shouldn't sell ourselves short by just selling other people's items. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like we have the wherewithal and we have the skill set and we have the brains and we have the the power to. And the money, you know, we, we, we're, we're, you know, 1.2 trillion strong or is it? Yeah, 1.2 trillion strong in this country. And we have the power to, to uh, uh, be makers and be manufacturers and not just, you know, in sellers. And I, I so my mindset in doing all of this has always centered around the idea that I can make the items and, and be the manufacturer, the maker. Um, so that's when I came up with uh, Dion Case, which incidentally is my um, namesake of my two kids. Mm. Yeah, oh, Dion wow. and Case. Okay. Yeah, Dion and Case, uh, my son and my daughter. And so um, I came up with this, and we're just kind of moving forward with it. Well, I have a uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're a man of fashion, right? I, well, so to speak. <laughs> okay, I got I got a question for you. How yeah. do you How do you feel about? Um, Shelton's wide leg, like moon boot cut slacks. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been dying to ask somebody, and I feel like you have the, the answers. We got a magic. No, look, I'm I'm more enamored by the crease in it, you know. 
<laughs> we gonna bring the hey, crease. We gonna bring the crease back. Online. Yeah, fashion terrorists just threw it on. Look, show. I feel like no matter what, your shoes are covered. <laughs> <laughs> it's covered. No, <laughs> no matter what. So yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been doing, man. Um, Dion Case, so you know, you guys go check it out on Instagram. It's uh Dion Case Collections. So Dion for us. Yeah. D-I-O-N-C-A-S-E um collections. Um and the website is w is uh Deoncase.com. So just check the website out. Make sure you follow. Um a lot of people don't follow. I don't know why. Um, make sure you follow. If you see something you like, um, we're still growing. The website is, I'm still putting, you know, I did the website, the photography, I'm making all the pieces. You know, it's, it's a lot that I'm doing, but um, I think I can handle it in, 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 um, in building the situation. You know, hopefully I have some people that see what I'm doing and they're able to say, hey, how can I get in there and be a part of it um, and continue to build and continue to build the company? So yeah. what, what, um, like when when it comes to, to designing your product, mm -hmm. you know, like what dictates that? <clears throat> I don't try to reinvent the wheel. Okay. Right. I get online and I see just like when we used to do music back in the day. Right. Back in the day, you had you had your heavy hitters like D, like Diddy. You had um, producers like Ronnie Jerk and Timbaland. What what we always try to do is copy them. Right. So. When I say copy them, I'm not saying copy them and put out the finished copy. Right. What I'm saying is you emulate, you emulate the greats, right? I, anytime I did a track, I tried to emulate Ronnie Jerkins or Timbaland or, or one, of those, one of those heavy Shakespeare or whatever. And so I, I kind of use that same philosophy. But kind of put your own twist on it. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, some of them is the, is the culmination of my own as, as I develop my skill set and making the pieces, right. you know, but, but I go and I look at the Pradas. I go and look at the Fendi's. I go and look at the, the Louis Vuittons and the Chanel's and, and all of the, all of the high end pieces and try to discern what makes this piece a $6,000 bag. So I was actually going to ask you that. Yeah. So when, like, like you said, when making music, like, you know, it comes from inspiration you kind of put your own like uh, style into it and yeah, to absolutely. create something new. What do you think it is with like Gucci and Prada, like all these big names, like what makes them so big and so nice? Well, so, well, what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of these companies have been around for, well, one or two of them has been around for nearly 200 years. Right. Right. Um, Chanel has been, been out here for over a hundred years. Uh, you know, um, you have quite a few companies that's been out for over a century. Right, and so for, for instance, Louis Vuitton started out making shipping cases. They made uh, uh, suitcases, right, that people, uh, they, they, threw in the back of, they threw in the back of their wagons. That's what Louis Vuitton started doing. And so he, that, that culminated into, you know, what we see it as today. Um, and so they have 100 years of experience in making one item or another. And, you know, it's just, it's just, a, it's just a, 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 you know, a huge thing. Um, uh, with these companies having traversed that length of time to be able to make these pieces. And so um, in my studying of the whole thing is a lot of stuff is handmade. Right. You know, handmade. So, so the materials are, are the easy, is the easy part. Really? The yes. The material is the easy part. Mm -hmm. The labor and the skills that's needed to um, put these pieces together is what, what costs. And then you add on the, the, the reputation of the companies and, and all of that stuff, which was tax on the cost. But, but 
you know, some of the pieces I actually looked at, like, a, you know, a $2,500 bag, for instance, a $2,500 Louis Vuitton, um, just in me studying the whole process is very close to that, mm -hmm. that value. Are all of your pieces handcrafted? Yes. Yeah. So, so that's what I was going to ask. So from the beginning, when you decided, I'm going to start making bags, how long did it take you to learn how to do it? And then, two, how long does it take from start to finish to make a, a bag? Well, <clears throat> First of all, I had to I had to come up with the the the, the skill set. So YouTube University, um, I try to tell people all the time. I say, look, anything that you're doing, you can learn it on YouTube. You can. <laughs> yeah. Anything that you want to do, we carry we carry. You know, the space shuttle had the equivalent of a Texas Instruments calculator when it right. went to space. Right. Right. We we have we have you know. Uh, you know, I had an eight hundred dollar. Uh, my my folks bought an eight hundred dollar encyclopedia set when I was you know in the fifth grade, and the, these things that encyclopedia set pales in comparison to what we have in our hands. Mm -hmm. And so I try to tell people that it's like, look, anything you want to do, look it up, research it. YouTube will tell you, and, and other resources will tell you. Um, so I started I started by learning um, by just going through uh, videos and videos and videos of of, of YouTube. Um, from one thing or another, and I just I just began to learn the process. But did that answer your question, or was mm -hmm. I kind of rambling? <laughs> no, it did. So so you learned the process, but how long did it take you to say okay? Oh okay. Like, like make a well, yeah. I start I, well. I started out um, learning the basics uh, of sewing, of sewing leather, and so mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff was hand sewn. Um, I kind of graduated after a few months, and I was able to hold on a few bucks, and I and I bought an industrial sewing machine. Um, so, so some of the pieces are put together that way. Well, most of them are put together. And um, so it's a combination of hand-sewn and, um, and uh, uh, machine-sewn. So the first piece I made that I actually finished took, almost, took about 25 hours. Mm. Okay? And, that, and that's just me being, trying to be as meticulous as possible. Because like I said, in, in researching like the Louis Vuittons and the high-end brands, I tried to discern what made them who they are and kind of, fa and you can't really fast track it because those pieces are absolutely insane. So yeah, is like Louis Vuitton and all these big names, like is each and every bag like handmade? I didn't know that. They used to be. They used to be. They're they, not anymore. Right. But right. they're still pretty good quality. Yes. Yes. Oh, they yeah. still, they still, it depends on what, what it is. Like if you're going to the, the, the outlet, they're still Louis Vuitton, but they're not quite made with the same process, for gotcha. instance. Because they're like, kind of like sample models, almost. No, that's a whole other conversation. But, but the, the outlets, and, and you know, I'm about to blow some people's minds. Um, there's a video on YouTube where the outlets, um, you can have a Louis Vuitton outlet, but that is made by an entirely different division of Louis Vuitton, mm -hmm. right? So they, they design those pieces. They make those pieces to be sold at an outlet, gotcha. right? So the, material, so the material quality is not quite what you would see in a Louis Vuitton store in New York. You know what I mean? It's still a Louis Vuitton, but it's not the same, it's not the gotcha, same exact gotcha, quality. Gotcha. So what made you go uh, the handcrafted route versus you know, doing a sketch and then sending it overseas to China mm, and having money. <laughs> but then when you Ooh. say money in terms of like the turnaround time and the hours that you take, you yeah, you can price it higher. Well, there, well, I put it like this. Eventually, I will get there. Right now, I do have a, I do have a manufacturer. I don't make all the pieces um, myself. A lot of pieces, um, my first set, and 
by the way, I'm just getting started with this whole thing. Okay? How long have you been in business? Um, with the leather, I really didn't get my first set of pieces until the middle of last year. Okay. So I'm really still really new at this, you know. Um, but my first set of designs, I did have um, hand. It's a small manufacturer in Romania. Okay. And so they actually did those pieces. Um, however, they took my designs and we worked together. And if you want to mass produce anything, that's just what you have to do. You right. know what I'm saying? You can't, I'm not going to be able to sit there and make every piece. Um, but um, I do make pieces myself. And as I continue to grow, um, I, will, I will basically have my in-house atelier, which is a studio. Um, and I will also have my, um, a manufacturer that I work closely with in making um, right now, I can't have my hands quite as close to the pieces and the production process as I would like. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's all in the growth, all in the growth of it. You know what I mean? So, um, but did I answer your question? What'd you, what'd you ask? What'd you ask? Why did you decide to go the handcrafted route versus uh, instead of like doing the um, Well, I mean, it, it, it's a combination of both. It's a combination of both. Like I said, I make my pieces. How do you pick your materials? Um, right now, the materials I use, um, be, again, that's a part of cost, you know, so I decided to stick with one material that most of the major brands use, which is, it's called, it's called, um, Safiano leather. Okay. And it's a, it's Italian calf leather and it's, 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 it's super durable, it's easy to work with. And every, you know, designer under the sun uses, you know, every bag is, is made with Safiano leather and then they have other leathers too. My, but my whole thing about that stuff is, it's a smell. Yeah, I don't know what it is because, like, okay, well, it's it's cow. <laughs> yeah, I have a Gucci wallet for my girlfriend, yeah. and I don't give a fuck about brand name stuff. But something about this, like the feel of it, the smell of it, like, absolutely, I, I love the smell of it. And no matter how long, how old it gets, it has the same leather smell. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah, how I knew. I was like, dude, this is like some nice stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the real deal. Yeah, you know, it's it's um. Uh, what's it called? It's full grain leather and not and not genuine leather. That's that's a whole other thing. Right. Genuine leather. Anytime you see something with genuine leather, toss it toss it's, it back in the yeah, like toss it back in the bin. Really? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. One one Go question I have for grain. you is so you knowing all you know, right? And you doing what you're doing right now. There's got to be hundreds of people trying to do the same thing. Absolutely not. No. No. Really? No. You, le, le, not, not from the standpoint of what I'm doing. Um, I'm trying to elevate the situation. You have people who are making bags, and, but they don't have, for instance, the finish, the fit and finish that I would have on my bags. Like, I've looked all over the place. Um, a a lot elaborate of, on finish. Like, what, what do you mean? Well, the, uh, like the edges, like, I'm, I'm still, it's still a work in progress. But um, a lot of bags, which, and there's a market, don't get me wrong, for, mm -hmm. there's a market for the unfinished Americana style of bags. You can see, you know, like a raw bag where, you, you know, you see the rivets in it. Um, you, they're, they're good pieces, and I, I would have to basically show it to you, but I'm, I'm kind of going for the more f uh, finished Italian, um, high-end, polished type of, type of bag, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And... Um, and I don't see a whole lot of people doing that, you know, um, um, yeah, that's, that's just what I'm doing. Trying to go for that, that type of vibe. Who's your ideal client? My ideal client, anybody who wants to buy the bag. 
<laughs> you know, I, you know, hey, it's it's we're still I'm still working through um, the marketing and trying to figure out what's what's the my what's my niche, what's my spot, um, because um, just like in fragrance, and I do have a fragrance too that I designed. Um, just like my fragrance, it's it's uh, it's very much based on how much money you have to market yourself and really put yourself out there. Um, a lot of these companies, um, like name one, Calvin Klein, like a Calvin Klein fragrance, they will spend, they will have on one fragrance, they will they will have like a twelve million dollar, fifteen million dollar marketing budget mm-hmm. on that one fragrance. I, I saw a YouTube release. video on fragrances too, where yeah. like there's there's like this one big company and it's like a lab, and like that one like let's say if YSL or Calvin it's, Klein is Kati, yeah, yeah, they'd be like, I want to represent this like summer, but like kind of more of a sweet blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and they'll try to work on that, and then they'll show that product to that brand, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll go from there. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. So is yeah. that is that kind of what you're going through right now as well? Um, somewhat. I kind of left the fragrance thing. Because fragrances is a completely different beast. Right. You know, I started out with that. Shelton remember some of the early early yeah. renditions. How was, how was it, Shelton? <laughs> it was cool, but he had like it was just watching him go through the process was crazy though. Yeah. No, but well, how was the smell though? It smelled good. It smelled good? Mm-hmm. You use it? Would you I use used, it? What was the first one you did, the sax? Yeah, I mean, um, I I don't know. It was called Guile. Um yeah, and like eventually I'll be coming back to that. Sounds like a street fighter name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very woody. Yeah, I mean, this was this was That's years, awesome. but this was years ago um, mm-hmm. when I first really started, like back in 2014, um, when when um, I let him smell that. But um, it's just the process is really really intense, and it, and you can't sell fragrances online mm-hmm. um, in the sense of um, somebody who doesn't know you and you're asking them to spend sixty five dollars on a fragrance that they've never smelled before and it has, doesn't have a reputation. So. I needed to move beyond that and have more of a visual representation of the brand itself. And, and so that's why I, so I was like, all right, I need a visual representation. Let me make some t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? So I started making t-shirts. That, w- that was cool. And then um, I, it's still, I still needed to elevate the perceived value of the brand. And that, that's what brought me actually to the leather. I was like, I think leather is a universal. Leather would never go out of style, um, you know, unless we have a Holocaust. But um, you know, that's something that I could really, you know, sink my teeth into. And, and so far I'm getting tons and tons of great feedback and, uh, you know, people are loving, the, loving the pieces. What made you, what made you pick, um, bags, women's bags? Um, it was just something that I, it was just easy. Yeah. I started off with a women's, uh, women's tote. Uh, so it was, it was What's kind a of tote? A, a tote. <laughs> it's a, it's a big, it's a big bag that women carry around and they just throw a bunch of shit in it. Most women carry it for like work purposes yeah. or it's a universal bag that you can use. Oh, the one that fucks up your back. Hey, what? You gotta, you gotta do the... Yeah. <laughs> What's the weight of your bags? Cause I saw some of your bags have like chains in terms of. Um, <clears throat> they're, they're pretty, they're. Sturdy. You know, yeah, they're sturdy. Um, some women like a heavier bag because they feel like it, it's, uh, it's more quality. Um, it just depends on, it, ju- it really just depends on the woman. Yeah. Um, these bags, my bags aren't that heavy. They aren't that heavy. Um, I, I don't have, some of the, ha- the ones I made by hand, I used the Safiano leather and suede on the inside, right? 
Um, but the other one, uh, the other ones that I had um, from my manufacturer, they um, I had them use. Um, uh, 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 I'm drawing a blank, but it's a different material. What, what's what's kind of like the rough price point of whatever? Uh, well, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to expand the price point now. I'm trying to expand my designs. I'm trying to expand a whole lot about this uh, about this brand. Um, but it it just takes a lot of resources, a lot of time, and I still work a day job. You know. Well, the reason I'm asking uh-huh. you this is because I'm, I want to get my girl something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the price point. Um, well, it just depends on what bag. Do you, does she? A lot of women now carry smaller pieces. They carry smaller she bags. She likes smaller. Yeah, so I have a what I call a Buddha mini, and if you, I don't know if you check my check the uh, Instagram, um, they start from one sixty five. I think the highest one is two twenty five. Uh, two forty five. I yeah. can do that because I, I bought her a wallet. I had no idea these things were so freaking expensive. Well, I mean, considering considering what I'm doing and and the way the way they look, and I'm not trying to brag, but just the feedback that I get from a lot of people because in my research, I'm asking, and they're tired of me. I'm like, I'm like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think? He's like, all right, Kevin, yeah, you do this, that, you know. So um, the, the feedback that I get is um, some of my bags kind of remind me of, uh, remind them of Coach. Mm, I was actually going to ask you, uh-huh. like what, what, would it, what would it would kind of like simulate? In yeah, the, 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 the totes, um, some of those other pieces kind of remind them of Coach. Um, but the, the other bootamen, the, the smaller bags, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, let me just take it. <laughs> and do you have like a specific brand name, like stamp? Yeah. Yeah. I have an embossed logo. Um, I use embossing right now. Um, in the future, I am looking to, to, uh, uh, make name plates, um, and, and have those designed, but you know, that's, that's a whole, whole other thing. <laughs> How did you determine your price point for your bags? There's a formula, um, that I use. And there's an actual formula. Mm-hmm. And, and so I use that formula. And, and then I try to, I guess, come up with a, you know, I don't know. Uh, you, try to, you try to value, place a value on your brand, right? So you have the base formula. And then you, you uptick it to whatever, you, whatever I feel that first the market would, would support. Mm-hmm. And what I feel the value of my brand is, you know what I'm saying. So I can't go too crazy. Um, for instance, the the Buddha minis. I've seen similar bags. They range anywhere from fifty dollars to you know thirty five hundred. And so all of that can't just be, you know, the cost of the pa- the bag and the labor. They they for instance, um, just standard the. Uh, um, um, Lagerfeld, um, what's his brand? Fendi is probably the highest priced brand out there. I mean, his bags are, are in, insanely expensive. You know, uh, you can set, you can sit a Fendi bag here and you can sit a, you know, whatever other bag here and it could be the same bag. Fendi is going to be 7,500 and this bag is going to be, you know, 900. So why couldn't you like, let's say what comes to mind is like the big baller brand, mm-hmm. right? I mean, granted they have, you know, the baller brothers and they have some sort of marketing like mm-hmm. back behind it. But like, what if you just put like a crazy ass price point behind your product and people would just be like, Holy shit, just because of this price, this has to be like a crazy ass brand. Like, don't you think that would kind of blow it up? People like exclusivity, you know, and you could do that. You know, there's nothing stopping you from doing that. You know, it's, 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 it's all based on, 
I mean, look at, look at, you know, no shade, but look at Off-White. Right. <laughs> look at Off-White. I was like, all right. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, y'all ever see that video where, um, I, I'm not, I'm definitely not like um, right. trying to lower your shit. Okay. But yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is like, in a known perspective, like I've seen a video where they took like Payless shoes. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. And they sold it at like a really high end spot. And they'd be like, this is great quality. This, I would pay five thousand dollars yeah. for this product you know like yeah that I, you know and i'm just coining this phrase but i call it the steve jobs effect mm. you know steve jobs was like uh you you don't ask people what they what you tell them what they want you know so you so if you're that aggressive you can take that approach if you want you know like you can take that approach but um you know i'm not i'm not that ballsy just yet you know so i'm i'm just trying to take the take the safe route but I think you should do it on one of your products, but like this is one exclusive item that's like. Well, I will be doing that. I, yeah, I will be doing that. You know, eventually. Especially if you have the quality for it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So what's unique about Dion Case? Um, I think I think one unique aspect of it is of of Dion Case is the fact that it is a black brand, and it and I am shooting for um. Uh, uh, a level of quality and a level of um, uh, exclusivity and a, and a level of, um, you know, um, pride. Um, we're independent. And when you juxtapose what it is that I'm actually doing to the higher end brands. See, a lot of people think that I'm further along than I am when they look at my bags, when they look at my pieces. And which is which is a blessing and a curse, you know, mm -hmm. because they they have certain expectations. Here we go with our expectations. <laughs> because they have they have certain ex expectations, um, but you know, I I just think that you know, for an independent person uh, to be doing products of this nature is makes it unique within itself. Um, but would you want to just market it as like? From the get-go, like this is a black brand. Don't don't you think that no, would no, kind no, of, like no. limit itself? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't even mention that in any of my marketing. Yeah. No, I I didn't even want to put my own face on my Instagram. You know, but the only reason I did is because you do have people who want to see that. You know, people. Mm -hmm. And so, but but at no point do I actually harp on the fact. Other than now, I I will say it on my personal, you know, Facebook or something like that. But in my, in any of my marketing materials that that's outside of it's just my personal Dion. it's just the it's just Dion case yeah gotcha. it's know, just Dion case I think that's great as well because there's a um there's a brand that I actually supported um I bought like probably eight or nine pairs of shoes from them they were like 250 or 300 years. I didn't even know it was a um it was a black owned brand right. until like like way later, I was like, "Oh wow, yeah. black dude make these shoes." Yeah. I mean, and they're they're great. I was like, "Oh man, wow, this is awesome." Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's great, you know. And and we as black people need to see that. Yeah. We need right. to see it, but I I, yeah. I like that you don't lead with that. No, 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 no. Right. No, I don't. Because you want everyone to support you. Right. Right. And right. I was kind of like hesitant of bringing that up because I didn't want it to come off as like. Nah, but that's a, that's valid. I mean, that's that's you know, if if you constantly harp on that, then that's that's you know, the people, only people, clientele you're gonna have. At right, that point. right. You, know, right, you can't right. expand. Yeah, I had a I had a um, one of my earlier marketing um, 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 pieces was a, was a young white girl that 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 helped me out, and um, um, 
on my Instagram. And, and so I, I, I really kind of stay away from that. You know what I mean? Is there anything you want to say to like any aspiring um, designers, whether it's clothing or anything that's in your field right now, or just even as like a like a business entrepreneur, owner, an entrepreneur, yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> yes, there's one major thing I, I would like to say, and I use this example a lot. Um, and I don't, I don't know the exact number, but I know it's over 240 something. Um, a lot of people don't know that st the Starbucks owner, it is Starbucks, yeah. <laughs> the Starbucks owner, um, when he started the company back in the 70s, and I remember reading this article, he got turned down for a loan over 250 times. Now, this is a white man <laughs> that got turned down for a loan to start Starbucks. So what, what should that tell you? You know, if he had- You one yet. We don't need no more Starbucks. Nah, I mean, um, I think that, that, that speaks volumes in the, in, in the narrative of don't stop. Yeah. Don't stop. And, and just think about the resources that, that he had to fight to find out you know to 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 garner and put under his belt versus where we are now with with the this day and age of of information you know what i mean it's like every every corner i turn and every person that i listen to every you know piece of information they're always saying i just heard mark cuban uh talking with steve harvey today mark cuban was like i was sleeping in cars I, you know um he was like i just i just struggled and struggled and struggled and struggled until I came up with that one idea. He said, it only takes one. He said, it only takes one idea for you to be successful. Mm -hmm. and, one, and, and once that idea hits, then, then you just have to stay with it. You have to stick with it. You keep moving. And um, there is a feasibility to what you're actually trying to figure out now. If you, if you already see that, you know, you know, selling gummy bears <laughs> is, is, you know, selling gummy bears not, might, might not be the, the, the thing. But yeah, it's just to keep fighting, man. Keep pushing through and, you, and do your research and due diligence. Um, if you think you have a great idea and, and you know, you've done your due diligence and, and, and figuring it out, just keep moving. Yeah. Let me ask you something. One thing about Kevin, and I've known Kevin for a long time. One thing about him is he's one of the most determined persistent people I've ever met in my freaking life. <laughs> That's what it takes to be an entrepreneur. It does. And, yeah. and it's, it's unbelievable how hard he goes, what he believes in, and how he can shift in, in like, from music, you know, like, like we met on music, and to be able to be a musician, to a photographer, to the next step, to selling uh, lotions and mm -hmm. um, do, just doing all this stuff. And it's like, so where does that come from? Where, where did you get that from? I really have to give my pops a, 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 you know, my mom and my pops, man. You know, they, they're, you know, they're the epitome of entrepreneur, uh, the entrepreneurial spirit. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, they, they, they were always, they just always had an excitement about being their own, and, you know, they, their success is their kids, um, and you know, they just continue to, they just continue to keep moving and and. and it didn't matter if, if, you know, the lights got turned off. My mom always had a positive thing, uh, a positive spin or a positive way to look at, look at things. And a lot of that just really culminated into, you know, uh, uh, the person that I am. You know, I, it, we, we just like the idea of having ideas. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
we just love the idea of having ideas. And so we just, we just love to pursue the idea of having an idea. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. That's just how we are. I want to take a look at your product. All right, yeah, sure. Yeah, I really want to take a look at your product. Um, where, 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 can, where, where can we find it? Like, go ahead and... Go to... You can go to www. And yes, I did use the three W's. Uh, DionCase.com. D-I-O-N-C-A-S-E.com. Um, again, another, you know, thing that I'm doing, I'm building that website myself, so... Uh, don't be too hard on me, but we're, we're continuing to grow and eventually I'll be able to hire somebody to, to work on it. But you can go to the website, man, and, and, and kind of prove my current offerings, uh, some of the pieces. Uh, well, actually, the, the, entire, uh, the entire line. You have the, Ath the Athens collection, which consists of a tote, um, a hybrid pouch, and a wallet. Um, and then you have the Buddha minis that's, that's basically a crossbody carry. Um, you have a, a few of the uh, little handheld wallets, like little, like this little guy here that I made. Can I take a look at yeah, that? it's just uh, similar to that. You know, little little quick wallets, little. Um, yep, that's uh, that's real leather. <laughs> it's got that smell. It's got that smell. It's got that smell. Yeah, so little pieces like that. And um, right now, I'm trying to I'm trying to build up the the entire impulse buy aspect of of the company. Eventually, I'll be moving into belts, men's belts. Um, men's wallets, men's backpacks, um, and continuing to grow the women's line, and uh, we'll just keep it moving. Yeah, yeah true. But yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll put a link on our uh, our social media too, yeah. just so everybody can see it. I'm yeah. really curious to see what this product's like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I made it earlier. It's nice. It's handcrafted, structured. It's nice. Well, thank yeah. you. That good detail. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but thank you for your knowledge. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to take a look at your product. Thank you, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, before we go on to the next topic. Yeah. Um, oh, I was actually going to say, uh, make sure to let Shelton know when you get into slacks as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I make sure. I'm, actually, I'll make you some leather chaps. How about that? Hey, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't put leather no chaps. Yeah, I'll next week's episode. <laughs> Shelton. <laughs> Shelton and leather chaps. Please don't put leather chaps. Before we go on to the next segment of the show, we'll take a we're, uh, before we go on to the next segment of the show, we'll take a real quick break and we'll be right back. Hey. hey. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. It's time for everybody's favorite part. One's gotta go. And today's list goes on as number one, Gucci. Number two, Louboutin? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Louboutin. Louboutin. Number three, Louis Vuitton. And number four, YSL. And I don't know how to say that. Yves Saint Laurent. Yves Saint Laurent. Yeah, that. YSL. I say Louis Vuitton because they're the most, though they're statement shoes and because they're signature red bottoms, I just have never put on a comfortable pair. They're other great designers. And I've seen a lot of shoes with red bottoms. And you can't tell the fucking difference. Well, I mean, but I'm. You can tell the difference. Can you? You can. I would have to say Louboutin too because <laughs> I didn't even know who the hell they were until somebody said Red Bottoms. But I feel like Gucci and like all these other brands, they would have Red Bottoms too. No. 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 That is the. That's signature. like their signature That's thing. Their signature. Um, and then they're like Christian Louboutin is engraved in the bottom of the shoe, yeah. and a, a, a shoe connoisseur, a real person that spends the money on it is. They can see the detail of it. Hmm? Gotcha. I got one pair. Yeah, I got a pair too. I only won them one time. I won one time too. They're the 
they're not the most comfortable not shoes. Not at all. You just need a pair to be in the room. Actually, yeah. Actually, he said he said if you're if you're comfortable comfortable in my shoes, then it's a problem. That's he a said quote. that. Yeah, he did. He said he didn't design them to be comfortable. He designed them for look. Yeah. They're fucking Ooh. shoes. He actually he actually said that. That's crazy. <laughs> this is easy. I shoes. thought it was just me. I I didn't like it at all. I thought it was just me. Yeah, I was like, I I'm I took too a couple pictures. Because <laughs> Gucci, like, they got some nice looking stuff. Not just because the brand. Or any one of these Some brands, man. really. I would say but, Gucci. I say Gucci had to go. Why? Same here. Really? Because the blackface? Yeah. Uh, and not just the blackface, but it's like periodically. It, it'll be something with a slight towards some culture out of here. And then it gets all over the news and then in media and whatnot. And they're back in the media. Right. And I get the feeling off. that they do that just to... On purpose, yeah, on purpose to get in the media. Don't keep buying with them. Yeah. Right. So it's if I had to choose, I'm tired. If I had to choose, <laughs> I would choose Gucci at all. I think Gucci too. What you got, Kevin? Well, I'm. What I'm going to throw out there is probably not quite his, the question. Might be his future investor, man. You got to be careful here. Nah, but um, um, Louis Vuitton definitely has to say, and I'm I'm going to say why. Louis Vuitton is the parent company for so many other brands. A lot of people don't realize that um, Louis Vuitton is basically LVMH, which is Louis yeah. Vuitton Moet Hennessy. Mm, I know yeah. that. Yeah, and they own, I was just looking at the list because I didn't know the list right off the top of my head. They own, and I'm gonna just say a few of them just so you guys get a, a, a picture of it. So uh, let's go. Christian Dior, Fendi, Fenty, which is uh, Rihanna's, uh, Givenchy, Kenzo, Lowe, Louis Vuitton, Marc Jacobs. Wow. Uh, and I mean, it's it's an ex- it's a pretty extensive list. Uh, Bulgari, uh, Tiffany and Company, Zenith, Sephora. They fucking own everything, huh? The, and and that's they are the luxury brand. That's only like five percent of what I just you know. Uh, and Louis Vuitton is just like up there. So yeah, so LV, LVMH owns a ton. And what I like about Louis Vuitton designs, yeah. is because you know the classic Louis Vuitton look, the brown bag with the LV yeah, on yeah, it, with the yeah. designs on there. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went to Korea and I go to these uh, Louis Vuitton stores, like I saw that they changed their logo, like the the more bold LV, the stamp. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the first time I saw that. I was like, they're 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 still trying to change up the game, but it's still Louis Vuitton. You know, mm-hmm. like. It's it's that it's just the sign of class. I feel like um, Gucci. Like I I like the look of the products, mm-hmm. um, and it's it could be street, it could be luxurious, it could be you know this and that and the other. Not saying I support the whole blackface thing because I know that should happen. Um, yeah, but Louboutin is just I don't know, man. Just, I think they they not comfortable. Nah, I feel you they too. Know. I mean, I tried them on, you know. So Louboutin, yeah. What, what say you? <laughs> what as far as which one needs to one go? One gotta go. Out of the right, so one's got, oh, you didn't say it. Well, yeah. no, 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 I, I get, I get it. Um, which which ones were they again? Gucci, uh, Louboutin, Louis Vuitton, and YSL. You gotta eliminate one. I gotta eliminate one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't wear any of them, but uh, let's see. Uh, I would say Gucci, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why. I think Gucci has a handhold on. The black community, just in general, whereas people people are worshiping that company, 
and 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 they can't seem to. Um, Gucci has cornered the market in the black community for high-end luxury goods, and it's not hate, but it's it's like it's like people will go out of their way and they you know they'll rob their mothers <laughs> almost to 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 have a Gucci, and they they just worship the brand. So, um, well, that's just I, not Gucci though. In terms of the black community. Well, I mean, I mean, you, as it as it pertains to this list yeah, of of one one has to go. You don't think people do that? You don't. If we're talking about the black culture, you don't think they feel the same way about Louis Vuitton? I think. Well, Gucci well, I, well has I'm a, saying I'm saying Gucci has to go because Gucci doesn't own necessarily <laughs> any other brands. <laughs> so. So in comparison, you're like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. As 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 per this list, or as per this this segment, uh, yeah, I think Gucci because of its handhold and and the way people worship it, uh, you know, as as their sun god. Um, I think Gucci needs to be the one to go, so yeah, people can so people can stuff. can focus on on everything else in the world, you know, like Dion Case. Like, damn, I, I see, know. I see, well, I see. I don't know what I'm talking about. I see what you're saying though. Cause like, <laughs> if you're looking at the media, like like rap videos and rappers, like all. It's, it's all Gucci. I mean, that's not all Gucci. It's Gucci Louis Vuitton, Go Yard. But I feel like Gucci's like at the top of the list, though. You know. What I'm well, saying? well, I, I mean, no. so and not I even just to toot my horn, but but I, I've been saying this is people can't focus on other brands, particularly black, that that Off that white. deserves Off white. that type. <laughs> that deserves <laughs> that type of recognition. You know what I mean? They they what? just can't focus. You have like, uh, for instance, Pierre Moss. Um, a lot of people, probably, y'all probably never heard of him, but he's a major black designer. He's a, um, that that has really good high end high end stuff. There are other brands that that's, that exists that aren't being um, uh, supported because because Gucci is just in the stars of everybody's eyes, you know, um, around here. So as a, as per this segment, I say Gucci has to go. Okay. Buy Gucci, per Dion. Did you say yours already, KB? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I said Gucci as well. Gucci? Three Gucci, so Gucci, the Gucci's Gucci, win. Gucci. What you say, Mike? <clears throat> I don't know nothing about none of them, son. All of them go. They can all go. Yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode. Make sure you follow us on anywhere you can find a podcast. Also on IG at Black Korea Podcast. You know where to find us, man. I was your host, Andy. It's your boy, KP. Your boy, Sheldon J. It's Brandy Amanda. And our special guest, Mr. Kevin Wright. Do it on the mic, yeah. Kevin Wright at Dion Case. Yeah, make sure you get him following, man. <laughs> <laughs> we all see y'all next week. Hey. All right. Korea, Korea.